Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. Week one for us, week 10 for the NFL. We are Ferdinand Atlantic. I'm Joe. And that's Ed, some guy, as he refers to be known as. And this is the show where we go head-to-head in NFL picks to prove who's best. So, Ed, what happened last week? Uh, so, for those who don't know, we, we had a little preseason meet and Joel for a couple of weeks, just trying out some things and uh, testing out the format. And for all three weeks, someone has been absolutely battered. And that someone is definitely not me. Um, so, Ed, tell them how it works. Yeah, so it's a head-to-head pick em draft. So, me and Joel will take it in turns to pick who we think will win a matchup. And the other person will take the other team. Whoever wins gets a point. So this week there are 14 games, so we'll make seven picks each. So last we week, go. just uh, as, as I mentioned, we had a, a couple of weeks of preseason. Last week my picks went six and one, obviously, and Joel's picks went four and three, so that's standard for him. No, uh, so over- the problem here is, though, my team seems to let me down sometimes. Even though I come in a positive, my team seems to let me down, still four and three, um, and Ed seemed to hold out for him. I um, don't know why that happens, but every week it happens. You know, we've tried different formulas, tried different uh, ways of picking, you know, um, and it just hasn't gone my way so far. But, you know, big-time players make big-time players. Now we're starting for real. I'm back. So I, th- I think what happened with you is that there are a couple of teams that let you down early and then you just your game plan just seems to change so much and you lose trust. And I think that that's the fun thing about this format is – one week you may have an emotional connection to one team, but then the other week you have to completely flip it. Um, so it'll be, we've got a feel of each other's tactics for a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my tactic mean? is winning. Joel's tactic is picking bad. Making nah, bad. no, but, but, but more onto that, what you were saying before. Yes, yeah. if you let me down once, I'm not going back again. I don't have to get hurt. I'm not going to repeatedly get hurt. I'm going to yeah. jump ship. Then we go. Then we start moving. You have to build my trust back up. Again. Yeah, it becomes very emotional. It becomes yeah. very. It becomes an I emotional especially after that first preseason week. After what happened there, there's no way half, half of them, go, I could pick them again the next week with my chest. That just couldn't happen. And um, they're the obvious, obvious culprits. The Chargers and the Falcons, they're, they're the obvious culprits of teams we try to stay away from or pick against. But um, yeah, I mean, hey. we'll pick the Falcons last week, which worked out for him. It was the final pick of our preseason draft that we did. But yeah, on to a new week. There we go. So enough about the things they didn't see. Let's talk about the NFL in general, what happened. I'm just going to go straight out there and say um, the Bucks. I picked you. No, did you? Anyway, I you, had you. You picked them. I, I picked them. I had them. Um, every time I didn't have them, uh, they decided to be the best team in the world. Um, when I... Times like this, I have you. You let me down. What happened here? I do think they have... And I, I believe in the theory that you can have too many, too many chefs in a kitchen and too many, it's just like in basketball. If you've got too many ball dominant players, it becomes difficult to sort of distribute the ball unless they sacrifice. I think with the Chargers, they have uh, Chargers, with the Bucks, they have so many receiving options. It's difficult. I, I'd say it's difficult. It's nice to know who your number one receiver is, who your second and third is. Um, when you've got so many receivers, you've got your Evans, your Godwins, your Browns, your Scott Millers, your Gronks. Oh, Gronk isn't what he was before. I think Gronk they were saying in that mix. Pardon? He is not in that. He is not in that mix right now. Yeah. Um, I think they were saying that the player who had the most receptions for the Bucks yesterday was a running back, which, considering the other weapons you have, is quite, it's quite daunting. So that, that, that's just my feeling that, of it. Yeah, but that goes with Brady's kind of previous game when they had the Patriots. The running backs were very heavily involved in the yeah, game. Yeah. However, what I, I would agree normally, but um, as we've seen in previous weeks, that's worked for them. Um, that has been clicking this season. They've been overwhelming teams of <laughs> defense. And then, the, and then the offense has just been, has been doing enough to get by. Whether they were amazing or not, week to week, that fluctuates. That fluctuated. However, they were good enough when the time came. This week, they didn't get a touchdown. That, that is, it's weird because so I'm a Jags fan and there are games when I watch the Jags where they may put up, like they, they, the defence may concede like 30 or 40 points, but I felt the defence played really well and it's the offence who let them down. In this situation, the offence only really scored three points, but I do feel that it was their defence that let them down this time because their defence was getting cooked 
by Drew Brees and the Saints at time. So, um, yeah, although it looks like it wasn't the offense doing much, and we mentioned a bit about the offense, I think the overall thing was the defense not holding their side of the bargain. Um, but yeah, I guess the more games you watch in the NFL season, teams are going to have dips and and bumps. Um, we've but seen. But why do they always have dips and bumps when I pick them? I think it's just the motivation of being my pick. They're like, you know what? We're going to ride oh, out for this guy. We're going to ride out for this guy. We, 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 we know he picks because he, he watches the games and, and he's, got, he's got an eye for a game. He knows what to look out for. Yeah, so I'm not watching the games, no. No, no, no. no. You, you ain't got the eye like that. You, you ain't got the eyes like that. Okay, okay. He's well, let's, let's talk about another game that you may or may not have the eye for. Um, it's Tua time. Uh, he showed out big after a lackluster week one. He still got the win. But uh, in week two, he came and killed it against um, a guy in a number one pick that was has been doing well. What so, on swing? This game last week, you picked this game um, in our preseason week. You went for the uh, Cardinals, which Cardinals. which yeah, I, I, which I'm interested. I, I would have gone for as well. But the reason I didn't pick that game is because I I didn't mind if I did get the Dolphins because as I said to you, I really like the Dolphins defense against the Steelers when. Uh, previously when they played and the way that they were able to run blitz packages and what they were able to create havoc on defense I really liked from the Dolphins perspective um so you you picked the Cardinals which again I was disappointed about but I wasn't I wasn't disappointed about because I still had the Dolphins and it was really nice to see two moving around the pocket doing boot bootleg action there's gonna you know there's gonna be one bootleg there's going to be one bootleg where he's going to roll to the left and there's going to be a D-lineman right there ready to meet him. So it's going to get clamped. Um, but for two saying, oh, it doesn't happen. It doesn't lead to anything serious. Yeah. Uh, but it was really fun. To, obviously, this isn't this isn't full Tua yet, and it's nice to see him have a bit of success. But it was a really fun game watching both Tua and Kylo go at it. Um, yeah, and I had that game. Fun. I had it up until yeah. it was the last play one again. It was the last play one again. All my picks, all my teams that, were so in, like were middle of the pack. Um, they could win, they couldn't win, but I had enough faith in them. Um, they seemed to lose their games in the last minute. Yeah, again, it's been really some really tight games. I, they have definitely been some blows as well, but some really fun tight games. I think a couple of weeks ago there were three or four of the early kickoff games went to the wire just watching them, and it was like amazing football to watch. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got a bit of week nine off our chest, um, yep. so. Do you want to get into some picks for week 10? So now we go into the head-to-head. Just to, re- to reiterate, if I pick a team and has their opponent, winner gets a point. It's that simple. Um, draft style formula, as you said. So someone has to go first. Uh, and how are you picking that, Ed? So, um, I mean, the way we did it in preseason, the way we'll do it moving forward is whoever wins last week will get the first pick. Um, or actually, we could we could switch it around. Like we could do a draft system. Like if you lose last week, then you get the first round pick for the next round. Or do, do they to... deserve it though? Do they deserve it? That's the real question. I mean, because to, to be honest with you, Joe, it's just not fun beating you every week. I need a bit of challenge. So like, I'm not sure if it'll help yeah. you get a couple more wins. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. However, that first week I picked first. And why did we pick? Why did I pick first? Because I don't tell. So uh, I picked first and I lost instantly. That that was my <laughs> biggest loss. That was my biggest loss. So <laughs> we'll do a we'll do a heads or tails. I've got a little one P that I just got lying around Go somewhere. So got I'm calling it. I'll call heads. Yeah, yeah. I'll call heads because you know Queen Lizzie. Oh, it's tails, isn't it? Already <laughs> lost. There we go. Oh, Lizzie, let you down. Always. Um, yeah, always. Before we get into the picks, we'll quickly go over the schedule and teams in a bye. So for week 10, there's four teams in a bye. We've got the Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys and Falcons. And then for Thursday night football, we've got the Colts at the Titans. Nice little AFC South division game. Um, Jags at the Packers, Eagles at the Giants, Washington at the Lions, Texans at the Browns, Bucks at the Panthers. Then in the late game on Sunday, we have got Chargers at the Dolphins. Broncos at the Raiders, Bills at the Cards, 49ers at the Saints, Seahawks at the Rams, uh, Bengals at the Steelers, and then Sunday Night Football, we've got Ravens at the Pats, which could be a fun game. And then finally, Monday Night Football, we've got Vikings at the Bears. Now, 
the way I like to make my picks, I like to have different tiers. So I think Joel, he's picked this up a couple weeks. He's trying different things. I'm not sure if he's doing the same thing, but I like to have tiers of teams I feel very confident with, teams I feel semi-confident with, but I have a couple questions and then teams that, or get matchups that I'm like, I'm not sure I could be happy either way. Saying all that, my first pick as a Jags fan is I'm taking the Packers over the Jags. Um, <laughs> if the Packers it's somehow lose really to the that. Jags, then wow. Um, I really wanted that first pick. Yeah, I mean, Jake Luton, he, his first part of first drive led to a 75-yard touchdown for DJ Chark. Um, Wrestling didn't do too much. At the end, he made a couple of nice plays. He made a really good uh, play using his legs. It was a 15, 20-yard um, rushing touchdown. Gave a little spin move near near the goal line. Um, and yeah, I mean, Packers should be winning this. Uh, although, we have spoken about this before, about teams playing to their opposition, um, with the Chiefs not necessarily performing their best against the Jets, though still getting the win. Saying all that, I'm still taking... Aaron Rodgers and that offense against the Jags defense who, you know what, did all right. Miles Jack, since Miles Jack has moved from middle to an outside linebacker, he's doing really well. But yeah, anyway, that, that's enough of my Jags talk. I just have one question. Oh no, go on. As someone with no faith in this matchup at all, no. is there any, any chance that the Jags pulled the upset? Oh, definitely. I mean, they did beat the... Again, I, I'm never surprised when a shit team beats a good team. Like, it's, it's the NFL. Any, you know, any given Sunday, you know, typical responses, whatever. We were in the game against the Texans, albeit the Texans aren't that good. We were a two-point conversion away. We missed a two-point conversion on a, on a late touchdown from Luton. Um, was it a rushing touchdown? But whatever. On a late score, um, we missed a two-point conversion, which actually happened to us last year when then Fournette missed a two-point conversion last year. But yeah, anywho. Um, so yeah, it, it can happen. Aaron Rodgers could throw up a dud potentially, um, but I don't see it likely happening. I think you're just doing it just so you think you can salvage your point if you've got any faith going into the matchup. No. DJ no, Chart had a big game last week. He got about over 150 receiving yards. Our defense, is, again, is looking okay, conceding some points, but it's looking a bit better than it was at the start. But yeah. My biggest hope in this matchup is that the Green Bay uh, DBs have all have looked suspect for a couple years now. Um, every now and then they put together like a solid run of games, mm -hmm. which they look amazing. But overall, they've been shaky. Um, and I, I, I don't see you bombing it over the top of them. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's with Jake Lewin. It's his second start ever as a QB. It's not like he's got like a cannon of an arm anyway. So, I mean, you would have to rely on DJ Chark and LaVisco Chanel to be making some big plays. Are the Jags really, truly and seriously making a play for Trevor Lawrence? I mean, what other play do they have? Uh, I was a bit hopeful at the start of the year, but it does seem like, like they are. Um, and I think this is, last week was best case scenario in terms of they lost, but it was a respectable loss. There was a touch, a touchdown by Will Fuller when the play clock had reached zero for about two or three seconds already. The refs missed it. And then Watson threw a 70-yard touchdown. Or no, it wasn't 70-yard, like a 50-yard touchdown to Will Fuller where CJ Henderson got beat. But you know what? Refs completely messed that up. That's fine. And then we missed a two-point conversion at the end. Again, that's fine. So like, we were in the game, competitive, with a rookie QB, sixth-round pick. He was picked later than Minshew was when we picked him. And we were still in the game. Um, but we got a loss. It means we got a high draft pick. Well, it looks like we're going to end up taking Justin Fields because I've mentioned this to you before. The Jags never really put Minshew in a position to succeed. Um, but, yeah, we're just hoping the Jets can pick up a win to maybe get Trevor Lawrence, but I'm not opposed yeah. to getting um, Justin Fields either. That has been a very deep developing question. I know we joked at the beginning of the season um, and you, you know, you were very high on your Minshew um, bravado. However, <laughs> if Fields or Lawrence came into the building, you would be expecting the switch, correct? Uh, so, yeah, that's it. At the start of the season, I did feel that a lot of people were down on Minshew, which I felt was a little bit unfair, partly because he did go 6-6 six and six last year. And... In the remaining games, we went 0-4. And, and for those remaining games, there were the certain Nick Foles, who's in Chicago, which is probably someone we'll talk about a bit later, and my feelings on Nick Foles. Um, 
And as I said to you, I never felt Minshew was ever in a position to succeed. So, I mean, if the Jags did do well, then it would have been tougher. Let's say they went 8-8, eight and eight, which was very unrealistic. Then it's sort of questionable. We had a really rubbish team, but then you still keep, keep Minshew. At least now, if you're really bad or you're really good, you know where you're going. The fact that you're really bad means that you have an excuse to get rid of Minshew um, and draft a, a new QB. Um, I seem quite content to have Justin Fields. Like A lot of people seem to now be, you know, could Justin Fields potentially be playing well to um, be ahead of Trevor? Um, I, I don't watch enough college football to say I, I'll watch a couple big games on a Saturday night if there's some big matchups, but I don't know. I, 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 don't I, know have, I have a very, very deep opinion on this because um, in his and um, Lawrence's senior years of high school, me and my friends paid very close attention because mm-hmm. towards that summer we got very bored. So when they would yeah. do the um, elite, elite eleven count, yeah, 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 Fields overtook Lawrence as the number one QB. But everyone was still high on Lawrence when they went into college. Everyone was still high on Lawrence. Um, Lawrence got to start straight away at Clemson, whereas Fields was stuck behind Jake Fromm, who hasn't even started a game. No, he was uh, behind Haskins. No, Haskins. it was it was from at, from at Georgia, um, and then he went for a year. And then that's when he left. And then the other year, he was going to be behind someone else. And then he transferred out to um, oh, okay. Ohio. So I really watched him. And I was like, why isn't Fields getting the chance um, necessarily that Lawrence got? Or why are people down on him when he overtook him in high school as the number one QB? That's he was the number one dual threat and then overtook as the number one QB. So then why, the questions happen. Why? But hey, they'll find out. We'll find out eventually after their pro careers. Um, Lawrence has looked at Clemson and we've been on this matchup for a very long time. So my pick. My yeah, I was pick, just quickly quickly say something quickly say something also on yeah, the on the college football bits as well. Um there's also the other narrative that Clemson's division is nowhere near as good as the Big Ten. And yep. Justin Fields has been playing tougher competition throughout his regular season game. However, Trevor Lawrence does have that postseason college playoff. Pedigree, um, and he has a championship. Yeah, he has a championship. That's so, anything like that. Anything that you say, oh yeah, you know what? Justin Fields could potentially work that. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence has also done that. He's also so yeah. It'll be interesting to see what what happens with that when it comes closest to the draft. Lawrence did knock Fields out of the playoffs last year before losing to LSU. Um, he was playing terrible in that game. He was getting outplayed, and then he got a hit. He got hit. The guy got ejected, and then he went. He went nuts. So my pick, my pick, my first pick officially uh, <laughs> to get me the win, I'm going to go with the Saints at the 49ers. Now, I hear what you're saying. It no, is a that, high pick when you go by name value. That was my tier. That was on my tiers. They're my top tier, yep. When you go by name value, I understand the Saints and the 49ers is a tough matchup to pick. However... If you've been paying attention this season, the 49ers have been going down every week. Um, they've been getting injury after injury after injury. People come back, they get re-injured. Um, their best player, Kill, is out. Um, Gruffalo, I'm not sure if he's back. I'm not sure if he's going to be back this season. Doesn't um, matter. It don't matter because he hasn't played great this year. Um, and the Saints are coming off beating, like, absolutely destroying Tom Brady and the Bucks, who were seen as one of the toughest, um, one of the most Super Bowl-bound uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl bound teams. Um, yeah, so the Saints. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that that would have been potentially my second or third pick. Um, the one thing, the one thing I would say again, agree with everything you said there. I have a thing about not being too high and not being too low. Um, if you just had a loss, like don't beat yourself down. Like say, try to about it. If you had a win, all right, cool. They can always be improved and move on to next week. I don't know if I'm just being a bit like armchair gaffer and be like, oh, blah, 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 or like Roy Keane-esque. Oh, not Roy Keane, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Graham Sooners-esque. Be like, yep. did you see the post, uh, post-game post celebrations from the Saints in the locker room? Oh, they won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Now, I like it. I do like it. It's like, it looks fun. It's like, oh, that'll be sick. But like, all right, cool. You still got another team next week. Like, maybe it's like, yeah, enjoy the night. And then, yeah, we move on business as usual next week. But maybe I'm just overthinking and overlooking into it a little bit. I'm like, because there was a lot of a lot of good reaction to it. A lot of ex-players really liked that and whatnot. But yeah, 49ers, they could pull off an upset. They are, again, they are injured, but still really well coached. Um, yeah, we'll see how the Saints do. We shall see. So, with those two picks, my third pick, my, my second pick, so third pick of the week, my second pick is 
I am taking the Steelers over the Bengals. For those who don't know, Joel is a Steelers fan. Um, and I'm taking his boys against the Bengals. Now, I don't feel very, very, very confident with this, but I felt it was the best value pick so far. Um, I mean, Steelers undefeated. Bengals got a couple wins under their belt. One or two wins. They got two wins, right? And uh, Joe, the Bengals have two, yep. Joe two Burrows, again, Joe Burrow's still playing well. But Steelers, they understand it's a divisional game. I really hope they take it seriously and, and win this because they haven't looked convincing past couple of weeks. And you can definitely attest to that. They have not been convincing. Um, I'm taking the Steelers. Never in my life do I want to see the Bengals beat the Steelers. Never. Even as they're my pick. However, if I was to look with objective eyes, mm-hmm. if there was a week for the Bengals to take it this season, this would be the uh, week. No ben has just gone into COVID yeah. injury on the injury reserve list. Yeah. Uh, the second linebacker, Vance, Vance Williams, uh, list. Uh, Vance McDonald, he's already on the list, the COVID list. Um, so for those who are counting, that's both the starting linebackers for the middle linebackers for the Steelers out. Um, obviously, the starting QB out. Um, a left uh, tackle has just gone out as well. Um, our starting tight end, he's out. Well, well, our second tight end now that we've got Ebron. Um, however, with all that being said, guess who we've got up as quarterback? Mason Rudolph, who has been terrible. He's had good games, but overall, he has been terrible. And then this is when the Bengals need to take advantage. If they ever want, if they ever want to be in a playoff picture or respected, these these are the weeks that they should be winning. That's fair. Um, so this is going to be uh, Rudolph's first game of this year, right? Yep. He played part of last game when Ben was out of the injury. Um, he injured both his knees as well. By the way, just putting that out there. Um, so they put him on a COVID list, but he's got injured knees. I'm not saying anything is happening. But some things don't quite add up to me. Um, but with that being said, yeah, he played last week. Ben saw him in the tunnel and was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm coming back out. And, yeah. Just saying, it seems like you lot may need a QB for the future. Um, there may be a little a little guy with a moustache from Mississippi down in Duval County that may be available for a draft pick. So, I'm just like, I don't know. You can, you can keep him. You can keep him. All I'm going to say is, last, times, last few times we've picked up a, a QB for the future um, haven't worked. We traded one to you and then got him back on a free. Yes. That's um, <laughs> and he hasn't dressed since then. Um, so he's been inactive. I do like him. I do like him. Um, we've got one. Yeah. We've had one who got his helmet ripped off and he got smacked over the head with it. We had one who actually looked good for a bit, then looked terrible. And Doc Hodges. Our practice squad. Doc Hodges. So I don't know what we're doing in the terms of a backup QB. I understand Ben is our QB. Um, and we believe he'll season after season he'll come back and play and do well. When you're playing a second, when you're when you just use a second round draft pick on a QB, I need him to be, especially when you could have had Lamar Jackson. We got TJ Watt. I'm not, I'm not angry. Yeah, we spoke um, about. Yeah, we spoke about. Yeah. Yep, we had Mike Vick at one point. We didn't use him well. So if all I'm saying is, if you're going to use a second round draft pick on a QB, he has to be good as a backup. At least. Quick question. Would you have taken... Would you have wanted Jalen Hurts last year? I, I didn't... I'm not... I wasn't too... High, I, I like Jalen Hurts, but I wasn't too high on him for my team. Fair when they said he'll drop to like the fifth, fourth, fifth round, and that's when they were predicting the Steelers to pick him up, I would have taken that all day. I'm it not coming up to round. the second. Yeah. I'm not coming to the third. Um, and... And to be very clear, he is coming in as the backup. He's not coming in to replace Ben freely and truly. He's coming in as if Ben is injured. We'll see what he does and then move on. He needs a good system, I think, for this level. There, there's some fun, like, so after, like, your top tier of QBs you got this year in the draft, um, yep. maybe your top three or four, there's a lot of other QBs that are in big programs that have been, like, Kyle, um, Q, Florida QB, Kyle, Kyle Trust. Uh, Trust. Trust. Um, and then you've got maybe the Bama QB. I've seen some drop boards putting yep. in the first round. So there seems to be quite Trust. a few. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. With Bama QBs, you've got to be careful because these no-name guys, um, obviously, Alabama is a great system. Yeah. Um, 
However, it is a great system. Yeah. So when they come out, some of the, most of them have not looked great. The same with Bama running backs. Most of them have not looked great. Derrick well, Henry, for one, yeah. at one point, Derrick Henry had that label on him. Oh, yeah. he's a Bama running back. He's not looking great. And then he turned it around like last season, season and a half ago. So that's where we The only think. other guy that pops into my head is Ingram as well as Bama running yep. backs. But I was always going to mention Bama receivers. That two were taking a fir- two were taking a first round last year. Another two or three maybe taken yep. in the first round this year. So there's also that aspect of it. But yeah, there may be some nice little. They, this year feels like it'd be very interesting for the mid tier QBs um, in the draft this year. But hey, best in the future to worry about. Now it yep. is your my second pick. pick. Yes, sir. And I'm just going to be short and sweet with this. I'm picking the Raiders uh, over the Broncos because I don't know if I can hold out any longer. I'm not too tough on any of these other matchups, but I know if something I know, Carr can let me down in this. The Raiders have let me down on this easy pick this year, mm. but this one, surely this one goes through. So I think both of us are actually pretty high in the Raiders. Um... I think yeah, we both really like the Raiders. Uh, I do. They're not winning any Super Bowls, but they should be good. I, I don't know. I, I I like them for a little surprise. Now, of course, they did beat the Chiefs. Um, this one was a bit lower down um, because I just still wasn't sure there are still some question marks. But I'm not too mad at that pick. So you've got the Raiders there against the Bron- and I saw a bit of Drew Luck. I was like, yeah, cool. Like he had a shit first half, and then second half he did a bit better, but. I don't really rate the guy too much, but obviously it's his first year as a star, so I'm not going to read him. Again, I always like to give someone at least a year because you never know what to expect in your first year yeah. and second year, which is also why the whole Mason Rudolph thing is his second year really starting or starting mm-hmm. again. I don't know mm-hmm. how we'll do again. Maybe he might have, in the offseason, he may have made some massive adjustments and really worked on his craft, but I guess we'll see this Sunday. So, you've got the Raiders. So, we have the Raiders here. J.A., second pick. Now, I next team is someone who is a team which I don't think I would have picked this high if it was a couple of weeks ago. I am taking the Vikings over the Bears. I knew it. I knew it. How do you know it? Because I was going to pick it, but I couldn't have the Broncos. Oh, okay. So I just had to bite the bullet. Um. Yeah, Vikings coming off two really, really impressive weeks with Dalvin Cook um, leading the charge. And I think both of us, even when Kirk Cousins signed for the Vikings, were a bit like meh about it. Made zero One, sense to me. Yeah. I know there was rumours of him going to Jacksonville because that's when we had Blake Balls. And at that time, I was like, anything's better than Blake Balls. But again, for what he was worth and how much he was going for, he had a couple really good games, to be fair to him. But we were never really that high on him, I think either one of us. And but Dalvin Cook, definitely the focal point of that team. Bears, although they had a really, really good start, I never believed in them ever since they put in Nick Foles, because I know what regular season Nick Foles is. We had him in Jacksonville for about six games. Didn't work out too well. About four or five games. To be fair to him, he did get injured in the first game. But he lost his starting job to Minshew later on in the year. Um I'm not sure how people still just can't get over this idea that Yes, he did win a Super Bowl and did have an amazing playoff run with the Eagles. We're not talking about playoffs right now. We're talking about regular season. And apart from, and you've taken the Bears sometimes solely based on their defense. Yeah. But when the offense is just really so far back, yeah, your defense can only do so much. Yeah, so two weeks ago, um, Dalvin Cook came back fully refreshed. Um, a little yeah. injury in the first first couple games um, did he take a game out I'm not too sure no it was, he a bye week, sorry. it was a bye week it was a bye week um, and then he came straight in yeah and that's the Packers yeah from then on he's been getting pretty much almost 200 yards a game um, absolutely ridiculous one big cheat code um, last year he was decent the year before really good last year. Yeah, it was really good last year the year before he was alright this year He's spazzing out. That's just what it's going to be. He's going. He's going insane week after week after week. As soon as he came back healthy, it's like he's trying to make up for lost time. He came back with a bad team record and was like, "I'm going to change it by myself if no one else wants to help out." And against the Bears, he's not going to run at Khalil Mack all game. So what they're going to do? They got Hicks That's in the middle. He needs to do something. Uh, oh, he's very disruptive, but can he stop Dalvin? Who's on the other side? Who knows? Who's in the linebacker court? Who knows? 
the last person, the last Browns linebacker, not Browns, the last Bears linebacker yes. I knew was Trevathan, and he, I'm pretty sure he's retired. Um, they drafted Raekwon Smith, Raekwon, Raekwon Smith, I think a couple yep, of years ago. Yep, and after the first two games, I haven't heard of him since. And then, then the DBs, they have, they have some good DBs, I'm pretty sure. Um, but guess who's not going to stop? Darwin Cook, a good pair of DBs. So what's going on? Yeah, and also, what's happened to Thielen? I haven't heard much about I haven't, He hasn't been popping out from the screen like before. I mean, oh, it's, is, it's is, interesting. is it because his mate Diggs and Diggs that, is in that, That's where I was going to go. It's interesting. Diggs was kicking up off us. Da 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 this. Da 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 da. They ship him off. He has a great, he's having a great year. Yeah. Where's your boy? It's not my boy. Okay, where's their boy? <laughs> um, they, they, it seems like they always get rid of. They get rid of the one who's making the fuss. But then it seems like the one who's making the fuss always seems to be right. So, so far we've made... I've made my third pick. Now it's time for your third pick, Joel. And uh, it's, it's rough. It's tough. We've, we've, I'm going name brand. Um, however, I'm pretty sure in this matchup, the, pers- the people who I'm going to pick haven't been doing great, even as of recent. Um, and I'm picking the Ravens. Over the packs. Mm. Um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, coming up to this, if you were to just take their records and what they've been doing this season, there is no way the Pats should win this game. However, year after year, since Lamar's been drafted, year after year, when they go up to Foxborough, it hasn't been great. They haven't been great. So I don't know if it's just uh, Bill has got something out for him. Um, he doesn't want to see a young brother shine um, at QB in this league. However, the former MVP, uh, I think, even at, on a bad day, can pull it out this year. They don't have Brady on the other side. Yeah, so I was a bit unsure about this matchup. Um, Ravens probably definitely our favourites. Um, but it's just how Bill will scheme against the Ravens. But I'm not sure if I, if I just have this feeling that it is the Pats. I'm just getting a little bit biased. Although I shouldn't really have a bias because they haven't been doing well yeah. past three or four weeks. Yeah. If we, we if we take a look at last night, we're recording this on Tuesday. If we take a look at last night, they struggled to beat the New York Jets, yeah. who are winless yeah. this season. Yeah. I want to see Cam Newton do well, but can I say he's, he has? No. Can yeah. anyone say he has? No. Out of his own mouth, he's been saying he's playing that trash. And I don't know why they squeak by a last second winner against the Jets, but it's happening. Yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah, I'm not. Potentially, I could have picked the Ravens higher, but again, it might just be a little bit of bias. They can, you know, thinking surely, Pats will have to pick it up sometime. I know they don't have the time as they did before. Uh, I mean, Brady's gone, but even on the defensive side, which defense was their key, um, was their key side of was the key side of their ball for the past two or three years. Um. They got quite a few plays on the COVID list. Calvin Noy, I think, no, Calvin Noy, he's in the Dolphins. Dante Hightower, Calvin Noy left, yeah. Um, they had a few more other players that are on the injury reserve list. Then, the, the, it's, it's not even the recent COVID outbreak in their facility that hurt them. They the opted most. out early in the season. They opted out. Yeah, some of their key players on the defense, yeah. especially, have opted out at the beginning of the season. We didn't even get close to a preseason yeah. or what would have been preseason time. We didn't even get close to training yes. camp. As soon as they signed that paper saying the season's going ahead and if you don't, if you don't feel safe, you can opt out. Patriots dropped out left, right and centre. All they have is Stefan Gilmore and he, he got COVID, didn't do well the next week. Cam had COVID, didn't do well the next week. So what's going on? Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I... I could have played a real wide I'll leave it for now. I'll, I'll let Joel make the decision and I'll go for some other teams that I felt could potentially do better. Speaking of which, with my fourth pick for the matchups. Yeah, cool. I am going to take in the divisional matchup, NFC South. I'm going to take the Bucks over the Panthers. Where I feel confident is Bucks are still the Bucks. Although what we said at the start in terms of how. I felt they have maybe too many receivers who may want the ball or haven't necessarily been doing as well as they did on defense. And something that I've been doing past couple of weeks is I always like the idea of a good team coming back from a bad loss and having that motivation to really 
do well the week after and have that fire up their arse. Saying that, the Panthers have done really well when they've been under the caution, been the underdog. Matt Rule looks like he's done a really good job there in Carolina with Teddy B. And I'm not, I don't feel very, very confident with it, but I'm going to go for who should be the favorite. I'm going for the Bucks. Um, yeah, so the Panthers have been playing teams hard. Um, mm-hmm. Beginning of the season, uh, McCaffrey got injured. They weren't yep, playing teams now, yeah. as hard. Uh, but he came back back with a bang yeah. um, and potentially injured again this week. So <laughs> this uh, this is a tough one for me. I stayed away from it. I should have jumped in with the Bucks, but, you know, emotions and that. Um, because if, well, this is all, this is literally all dependent on if McCaffrey could come back and he's at full health. Because uh, when he comes back, it, it's a problem. It, he is a problem and there's just no other way around it uh, at all. Yeah. That, like... I think I was saying to you again when we were doing our preseason that the Panthers running game still looks really good, even with their backup in. But when you do see McCaffrey play, he still just adds that extra layer. I'd like. So halfway through, Joel, it's your fourth pick. I'm going to take a drink because, damn. And I needed some extra time. <laughs> So I, I've in on the next tier. I've got I've still got three teams in that tier. So I'm seeing if you're going for one of those. I've got four in the tier where I'm like I'm not fifty-fifty, um, but I've got yeah. three matchups in my next tier. I feel like I'm about to do something stupid. I feel. Hmm. How's that different to what you've been doing so far? No, 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 no. And I, I, I was been looking the whole time you've been talking about the Bucks and the Panthers. I have been eyeing up one matchup, one matchup, but I think I'm going to call an audible. Um, there are two matchups now in my vision that I think are good. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills over the Cardinals. Wow. Uh, that one in your tier, I know, because that was, I've been thinking about that for a while. Um, but let's just, let's put it out there. Josh Allen's um, grandma died the night before yeah. last week's game, um, and he threw for like 400 yards. Um, the, the kind of shock that that seems to put on players um, when they do stay and play that game, um, they go absolutely insane. They go ridiculous. Obviously, they dedicate the game to, to the fallen family member. Um, however, now it's kind of a week, a, a week after that, um, kind of real life sets in. You, know, you kind of go through the plans. You go through the motions. Um, obviously, you'll be very upset um, coming up to it. But like some some people like that is throw themselves into their work after like a tragic passing of someone. Um, football is easily American football is easily one of the as, games that you can do that. It's just as forms of escapism. Yeah. Yep. So and I feel like he's gonna he's gonna be if he's not locked in normally, which obviously he is. But he you no, know, this is when you get that super lock. You do it to block out noise. You do it to block out your like your headspace to improve your mental health, all that kind of stuff. And um, Kyler played a tight game against Tua. And I think that Josh can play a better game than Tua. And he has proven he can. And obviously their weapons are absolutely ridiculous. So the reason why I was a bit surprised by that is not only because it wasn't on my tier, but I also had the cards anyway over the Bills because I still am really high on Kyler and what the offense can do. Yeah. Dolphins did as much as they could to try and blitz Kyler and get him off his game, which I think they did a pretty good job of trying to contain him and force him to make decisions. Can the Bills defense? Bills defense do have to capable. We'll see if the Bills defense can do what the Dolphins defense did last week, and also how they will cover DeAndre Hopkins. I don't care who it is. You can put both Stephon Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey. Okay, that might be a bit extreme putting both of them on, but I really D Hop is just an absolute beast. Um, and the fact that just the the Texans. Anyway. I feel more confident with the Cardinals. Yes, Bills did have a good game, and I still feel high on the Bills in general. Um, but I'm I'm not too bad at that pick. Okay, it's interesting. It will be a fun matchup. It's definitely uh, the game I'm looking to watch for the late kickoffs. Um, Cards Bills would be really fun. I mean, Steelers Bengals is in that late kickoff, and I feel like that's the game to watch because it's not it's not a done deal at all. No, yeah. There's six late games this week. That's a lot. Like last week, those past couple weeks have been three or four. I don't know why there's six this week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They've for the last couple of weeks they've been about three or four, but yeah. I think it's based off of the teams that are on a buy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's the same amount of teams on the buy, but there's six late games, yeah, five early games. Yeah, but it's the teams on the buy that makes yeah. a difference. I think it's timing, time zones, and all that weird stuff. Yeah. Anywho, right. And t- I remember. Let's not forget things. The sh- the schedule has shifted a couple times because of the COVID yeah. matchups and all that stuff. So last three games and last three uh, last six games, last three picks. My next pick is the Seahawks against the Rams. Yep. 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 Of course. Of course. So part of the reason I picked I, I picked this game is as a Jags fan, we have the Rams first round pick for we had their first round pick last year and their first round pick this year from the Jalen Ramsey trade. And obviously, the worse they do, the better that pick becomes. And I just want to see them lose uh, for, for that reason to get a better draft pick. I also don't trust the the, the Rams' offense that much. Like, I mentioned it to you. I just think Jared Goff is just a shook QB. Like, I, I don't really rate it that much. But he's he's a rich man's Kirk Cousins, in my opinion. Maybe I need to watch a lot more Rams games and Viking games to make a better, better comparison. But I just feel he's a rich man's um, Cousins. Saying all that, you still got that beast on D line, that absolute monster, and of course you got Jalen Ramsey on the other side as well. But I'm taking the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, hoping they can back, bounce back from a really disappointing week last week. Um, and again, as I said, I really, really like it when an elite team has to bounce back after a loss. But all I'm Rams, going to say, Rams are also coming off a bye, which I don't like. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Sean McVay with a bye is nah, a bit different. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Is uh, very very different, but when it comes to uh, the Seahawks, I think that the kind of the defensive plan of getting Aaron Donald in there, disrupting it, um, kind of plays into the Seahawks' um, plans uh, because we all know Russ is one of the best improvisers in the league. Yeah, Aaron Donald is going to come into the backfield. Russ is going to start running. Um, and then all hell's going to break loose, all cover routes get done, all um, zones get murked. It's literally now it's find the space, go to it, chuck the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that happens, the Seahawks are one of, obviously, with Russell Wilson, one of the most lethal teams on the breakdown. Um, it's similar to what young Kyler's doing and learning. Now he's got a blanket with D-Hop. Um, Russell's got DK and Lockett ready at any time to hit someone if they need to, get a little scramble drill block going, and then once they do that, it's open field. We've seen D- when DK on the scramble drill, he gets the ball randomly, makes maybe one guy miss, Lockett comes in, flings his body, doesn't know how to block, just flings his body at a person, they're blocked, DK can run the rest. We've seen it when Lockett gets the ball short. DK comes in, yes. he's going to block five people. Yes. Now what? If you get a pick on the um, goal line, try run it back. DK is going to run you down. Now what? I mean, DK's dad used to be an O-lineman, so, you know, he's got the tools for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I just realised as well, this Jalen Ramsey, DK Metcalf matchup, which I, we're assuming they may be a bit of man, man on man and Jalen will take DK. That looks mm. really fun because Jalen yeah. has always tends done well against bigger receivers. He likes, to, he likes to sometimes match up against tight ends. That's what we, we didn't do that much of, but we tried when we played um, New England in the AFC game couple of years back um mm-hmm. so that would be a really fun matchup because Jalen likes those bigger receivers rather than those short yep. short and nifty ones he got killed by Tyreek Hill a couple of times when, when they played against each other um so that's also just a fun matchup to watch he wants a challenge he likes a self challenge yeah and that's the second game I'll probably have up I'll probably have up Rams Seahawks and then um Cards Bills so your fourth pick what have you got left let's see you've got Colts and Titans yeah, we got Eagles, Giants. We got Washington. Uh, we got the football team and the Lions, Texans, Browns, uh, Chargers, and Dolphins. Now, I think two of those matchups are actually two good teams going ahead each other, going against each other. Whether they're good or not in their actual like record is yet to be seen. Well, is is a no, but they, I think they're good in they play teams hard. Even if they lose, they lose in close games. Mm-hmm. Uh, something bad is happening at the end in order for them to lose, or something bad is happening in the middle of the game or kind of late, and it kind of it goes out of control from there. Or the team, whoever's in the league, yeah, 
or the less. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go with the young upstart. You know my rule. We're going to a time, baby. That was going to be my next pick. That was going to be my next pick. Come yeah. On. I... The Chargers have let me down way too many times this season. Yeah. They only have two wins. If there is, a, once again, if there is a matchup they can win, Herbert can win it. Is this one? Like I say every week, Herbert can win it, but I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just never happens. They don't win. Yeah. And um, that's going to be really fun because obviously it's the second QB taken this year's draft versus the third QB taken this year's draft. I remember the, like, before because I was lapping up all the content for post uh, pre-draft and some people saying that oh could Herbert be taken ahead of Tua are Dolphins higher on Herbert than they are Tua could they move up blah 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 yep. um, yeah this would be definitely a fun matchup between a uh, fun matchup for the for both QBs um, yeah I had the Dolphins as well but I'm not mad again the Chargers that's why I sort of let this one slide a little bit because I'm not bad again the Chargers they keep themselves in games and somehow lose it so yeah. Um, if we go back to your draft talk, um, let's not forget the Chargers were willing to take either one of these QBs. They were literally, like I said, whoever the Dolphins pick will just pick the other one, and that was their draft board. Mm. So these two, they clearly have high grade. Um, Herbert had the had a faster start, let's say, because um, he got more games and he played well in from the beginning. He got a faster was, start because of uh, the Chargers medical. Yeah, because team. they actively went out to make him the star. I don't know which backroom staff, the GM owner, bit shady, one of them put an order down there and suddenly the doctor started puncturing lungs. Poor Tyrod, poor Tyrod. Yeah, for any of you that know the story, um, the reason Justin Herbert was a starter because Tyrod Taylor was due to start a game. However, he had an injection for some... um, was it anesthesia or just some, some sort yeah, of... Yeah, so he, he had a, a pain-killing injection so pain-killing, he could play yeah. the game, yeah. And and um, with the doctor that applied it accidentally punctured his lungs, and that's something that can happen, but it's a very minimal thing, but it's something that can happen. Punctured Tyra Taylor's lungs, and then obviously he had to sit out, and that was just an Albert's first game, and he's been going upwards since then. But yeah. And then yeah. they... So then, oh, he wasn't the starter, he's just filling in in due time, um, and then they announced... <laughs> I think he found out just before kickoff or... Yes, it's like 5, 10, 15 minutes in that <laughs> time frame. Because he was... Because even Tyrod was announced as the star in the stadium. Um, so all the players are like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? Herbert comes out, does what he does. Um, then they name him. They say he's not the star. A couple of weeks go by. And the doctor says Tyrod can't play. He's, he's basically on indefinite um, injury. Um, and then they, they announce Herbert as the star. And then there we go. So... With that being said, last four games, I am going to take another divisional game. I am going to take the Titans over the Colts on Thursday Night Football. Yes. Yeah, so I, this was one I wanted. Um, for, and I was going to pick the Titans. Um, I think ball control wins out. Um, Rivers is very up and down to me. They have won this season with Rivers not playing the best. Um, but I think the Titans are a more complete team on their day. Um, and, yeah, we'll see what happens. When Colts have massive buyer's remorse in picking up Rivers at this point. Um, yeah. And I, I think the fun matchup will be the tit- Titans' offense versus the Colts' defense. The Colts do have a really nice defense, and we'll see, get to see how much they can try and contain Derrick Henry. Um, I, again, I think I've also mentioned you before, I think the Colts do play – the Titans do play up to their opposition. Um, so we'll see what Titans we do get. If it is the Derrick Henry who could run for 200 yards like it's nothing, or if it's Derrick Henry who's just been met by nine guys in the line of scrimmage in the box, just completely going for him. But yeah, that is my second, so my penultimate pick. Yeah. Uh, Joel, who do you have next? Um, in these two matchups, I don't want either of them. I'd rather not pick than pick. Um, However, I'm going to go with the Giants over the Eagles. Um, this was the one couple, I was just yeah. no idea where to take it. No yeah. idea. Um, no idea. However, the last couple of weeks, I've been picking the Giants, um, and they've been in tight games if they didn't win. Um, there were games that they could have won if, it, if they weren't the Giants. So, um, yeah, it seems like all New York teams are cursed right now. Um, 
football wise? Or on the Bills. Uh, on the Bills. They're, they're okay, yeah, but okay, New York State team. I oh, know New York New York City teams, sorry. Uh, again, I know I know Bills fans don't like the fact that they're not considered part of New York, so I just had to put that out there. So yeah, so uh uh yeah, I'm gonna take the Giants, they've been playing well recently. The Eagles have not been playing well, but somehow they have three wins. Um and I think the Giants have been playing tough opponents really well. So this was gonna be my last pick. Um so I was not gonna pick this, I was gonna let you pick, and I still had the um I still have the Giants, although I'm not mad against the Eagles. They are coming off a bye from last week. We'll see if that does anything to help them. Um, injuries have been a massive part of their failures at the start of the year. So, uh, No, no, no. They the, had the a Giants. lot of injuries. Although Carson... Pardon? Oh, for the Eagles or the Giants? Yeah, for the Eagles, for the Eagles. Okay, I'd say because the Giants, really, the reason why they don't have as many wins as the Eagles right now is because Ingram couldn't catch a ball that was in his hands. And they do have one big injury as well. Like Saquon has, is out for the whole year and didn't miss the whole yeah. year. I completely, I completely forgot about it until I was thinking about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah, they lost Saquon. That happened, the happened week, week one yeah. pre exactly. early. I completely um, forgot about it. So, yeah. Cool. So, my last pick. So, we've got two matchups left. We have got the... <laughs> The Lions are hosting Washington and then the Browns are hosting the Texans. I am going to take the Texans over the Browns. Oh, thank you for that. I didn't want I didn't want them. I didn't want to take them, but I think I I think the Browns just a, just a second, literally, just a second ago in my head, I think it clicked. I, I, I don't feel comfortable with either teams. Um I, I've never really been too high on the Browns anyway. Um, although they have had some really good wins under their belts in the, within the whole season, they are coming off a bye. Um, I just feel more confident in Houston's QB and yeah. his playmaking ability. And Titans, the Texans, they they their defense they played okay against the Jags. It was nothing to sort of get too happy about, but. I guess I don't trust the Browns that much, and I just trust the Sean Watson a lot more. Like, if I don't know, I may just have a look at the quarterback. What defense are they playing? I'm like, okay, cool, let's go for it. But Miles Garrett could have a field day against that Texans O line. Yep. Um, so Bill O'Brien decided to destroy the whole team uh, with the GM and the owner at the time. Miles uh, um, Garrett is going to reap, reap the benefits of it. However, obviously, to Sean Watson. Is an amazing QB. Yep. I want him to win. Yep. I couldn't physically pick the Browns because they are still the Browns. They're yep. out of their record. Um, they do not have Odell Beckham now. But, but then that wasn't working great when they had the whole Beckham, Landry, and uh, Injoku kind of wave. That, that should have been a disgusting offense, but it never materialized. So I'm just uh, if it wasn't for Bill O'Brien, and ruining the team, the Texans would have been my pick all day, every day on this matchup. But he 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 was allowed to ruin the team, and he did, and then he got fired for it. So it is what it is. Yeah, and Romeo Cornell, he's a bit a hit and miss. Uh, not sure what to think of him too much as yeah. a head coach, but I have no, not it's not no faith. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, I think he's like the longest serving coach, right? He's the oldest head coach right now in the NFL, like third oldest head coach in the NFL issue. But there is still that big question mark. Like, I mean, he, there's a reason he's been a he's he was a coordinator rather than a head coach, I guess. Um, but yeah. yeah. So last game, Washington, Detroit. This, as you as you can see, I've pulled away from. Uh, um, do I have faith? In either coaches, who even coaches the oh no, Ron Rivera oh, and Matt Patricia? Kinda. Yeah, Matt Patricia, no, as a head coach, I've had no faith in him. Um, the Lions, I picked them maybe one time, they failed me. Um, I picked them because you know I had to, there were some poor ones afterwards. Um, the football team, they just lost their QB, Kyle Allen, um, who after they dumped their real first QB, Dwayne Haskins. Um, so now they are on to Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. He will start his first matchup, I think. Um, because like, he started to get, remember, he started against the Rams, and remember how that turned Oh, out. and yeah, he didn't do great then. So it's like it's amazing that he's able to play again, you know, with the healed leg and all that stuff. Um, that he's coming back. Uh, however, 
It ain't good. It ain't good. So I'm just going to go with the Lions as the best of a bad bunch. I have no analysis. Yeah, I have no analysis on the situation. They're just two bad teams, but one of them is bad because they're actually bad. One of them is bad because no one knows. Two terrible teams. Michigan football is just taking L's all over the all over the shop. Oh, it's L's disgusting. all over. Yeah, yeah. So that is that. Those are our picks. Ed, do you want to go through it again? Yes, sir. So on Thursday night football for Week Ten, we have got Titans at the Colts. I've got the Titans. Then I've got the Packers over the Jags. Joel's got the Giants over the Eagles. The Lions over Washington. Then I've got Texans over the Browns. Bucks over the Panthers. Then for the late games on Sunday, Joel's got the Dolphins over the Chargers, the Raiders over the Broncos, the Bills over the Cards, and 49ers over the Saints. Then I've got the Seahawks over the Rams and the Steelers over the Bengals. For the primetime game, Joel's got the Ravens over the Pats. And on Monday Night Football, I've got the Vikings taking on the Bears in a divisional matchup. Now, yes, again, yes, yes. Usually in preseason, I would go, you know, it'll be a, a 10 to 4 win or a 9 to. That's nine to, <laughs> um, so, I, to be fair, also in all seriousness, I think these weeks, these weeks' games have been a lot harder to pick than previously. I think our tiers were a lot more like, okay, I definitely know I'm picking, and a lot more 50 50, 60 40 um, teams. So, I don't feel as confident as I usually were. How, how do you think the picks went? How, how do you like your teams? Um, I mean, they are what they are. Until I get a winning week, until they, all these teams have to show me that they're worth it now. Um, like the Patriots fans are saying, they restarted the season last week. So I've restarted the season um, to uh, all these teams are back to square one. They have to show me they're good enough. And um, we're mid- we're really middle of the season, well, yep. truly middle end of the season. Yeah. Where teams start getting hurt. Teams start, you know, there's no hiding who they are now. Um, the real playoff teams really do show out. So. This is when we're really going to see it. Um, yeah. This week will really tell us a lot. Um, and yeah. Then you've also got the right. other side where it's like, I, because you've seen quite a few games already, you see their high points. Like, oh, they did really well there. But then you see their low points. Like, oh, but there's that. So for yeah. me, it's a classic overthinker. I try to look at everything. And I'm like, struggle to make a decision. I'm like, yeah, but they've had this, but then they had this. So yeah, it's, it's the interesting time of season. Um, but yeah, we'll, Please let us know who you who you would pick and who do you think had the better picks. Um, you don't need to write Joel's name in the comment section. He's, we know it's not his picks. Uh, but yeah, do you want to say anything? People only come for the king. Um, but we shall, yeah, we shall see. Uh, um, we shall see. Um, if I tell you I have a lot of faith in a lot of them, I have faith in some. I have not faith in others. Some have proven to be good teams, but will the matchup be too much for them? That's I don't the have a lot of faith in them. I don't have a lot of faith in my teams. Okay, well, fair enough. So as that section comes to a close, what we do have next is Who Are You? That is a section where we, as young UK lads, if you will, um, we're going to combine our love for American football with our football. Uh, we're going to do player comparisons and see who, who would we compare as to a casual or a new fan? Who would we describe one player as? So, Ed, go ahead. It's, this is like a fun little activity just to get a bit of insight. Just some conversation in terms of players with similar similarity, with players from different sports systems. You're never going to find an exact match of one this player is another player. So, the comparison I'm making is Patrick Mahomes is the Kylian Mbappe of American football. Now, the reason I say that is um, both of them are, are the new torchbearers for their respective sports. Uh, Kylian Mbappe is next up after Messi and Ronaldo. Um, Patrick Mahomes is next up as the face of the NFL after Brady and Breeze and Rodgers, etc. They both had success earlier on in their careers. They're both still pretty young in their careers. Mbappe winning the World Cup with France and being an integral part of, you could arguably say he could have been MVP for France in um, the World Cup. And then you've got Patrick Mahomes who did win finals MVP for the Chiefs. Both playing stacked teams. Um, I mean, for Mbappe, you've got a stacked team in PSG, you've got a stacked team in France, and then Mahomes just plays for a stacked team in general. Um, and yeah, they both, if I think another point is, if you were to do an NFL draft, a restart draft, Mahomes would go number one. 
if you do that for football, if you're thinking long term, you could maybe save uh, Haaland, but Mbappe would go number one in that draft. Um, if you were to do the same thing for World Cup, world football and with the big teams. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, the, that's my who are you. I think Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is the American football version of Kylian Mbappe. All right. Um, I'm going to switch it up. I know it's the okay. first week, but I'm, I'm calling an audible already. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to go for a coach instead. I'm nice. Okay. Like this. Bill Belichick is pretty much the exact same person as Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. Now, full, let's, let's run this down. Full control over their organisations. The ins and outs, yeah. what they're doing, the coach driver. As we know in the story, Sir Alex Ferguson was driving the bus himself until, you know, it got a bit too much. Um, and then, if we break it down to the last couple of years, uh, they did well with bad teams. They did well with poor teams. More and more stars left them. They still did well. More and more stars left. They did decent. Um, Last year, the Patriots were in the AFC Championship. Mahomes came and knocked them out. The last couple of years of Sir Alex Ferguson's career, now we're looking at the teams he had and been like, how did he ever get near the top? Mm-hmm. But when it was time to go, the difference is he left. Bill Belichick is still out here doing his thing. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen next. That is my comparison. I know, interesting. Um, I think also another key thing is with which a lot of coaches, both football both footballs, is rebuilding. Fergie went through so many rebuilds with that United team. There's three or four different iterations of those United teams. And Pats have just, that there are two or three significant teams that, oh shit, that, that's so different. The Super Bowl winning teams are quite different from each other. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, Fergie was around for 20, 30 odd years, so he's been there for a while. And Bill was coming to the end of his time, but now he's got a big, big rebuild without Tom Brady. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see what, what happens with that. Whereas when, when it came to this rebuild in particular, like Belichick has Brady, he left, he's sticking around to try and see if he could do it without him. Alex Ferguson lost his kind of last fastball players and then decided, obviously health as well, but said it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, last season he, did win, he won the league last season with Van Persie as his key guy, but mm-hmm. after then it just went downhill with Moisey. Um, <laughs> To my, to my delight as a Chelsea fan, loving. I'm still pretty loving much, it. pretty much the exact same team, um, vastly, vastly different results. All right. So just for you that don't know, so when we do make these comparisons, we don't tell each other who they're going to be, just so we can get uh, quite a honest and like quick reaction. Like, oh, okay, cool. Just so we can discuss it between ourselves uh, to make the conversation a bit more authentic. Um, so yeah, Joel, Joel actually did switch up on me. Um, saying that he went from a player comparison to a coach. What was going to, what was going to be your player comparison? Are you going to save that? Well, um, I can save that. Well, why not? Let's let's just roll it out. Let's go with uh, my one was Kante and Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bit shaky, um, I know. But if we look at it, if if you look at them, if you look at them as people, they okay. are vastly different. Right, but if you look at them as people in their sport, in their prospective sport, Aaron yeah. Donald is supposedly undersized. No one really wanted him coming out, um, as though the hype wasn't as big coming out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, from high school to uh, college, he was a low prospect. Then he did he did work his way up a bit, but it wasn't great. Um, Kante okay. came from, you know, back back there, and then came to Leicester, <laughs> won the league at Leicester, then came to, then went to Chelsea. Um, he, they are both kind of pivotal players in their defenses. Dante yeah. cleans up everything. Aaron Donald cleans up everything. But the, in the team situation, both their teams are letting them down. They both cause havoc. Yeah. Kante, he has been injured. hasn't been of his best form past couple of years, but he can cause so much havoc on yep. when he's in the middle of parking teams are trying to catch him on the counter. Okay, it's interesting. Um, I think the point I would make is like, for anyone who doesn't know who Aaron Donald or Ngolo Kante is, if you had to put two images next to each other, you're like, how the hell are you comparing those two? Like, Donald is just a six-foot beast, and then Kante is just this energetic, don't know how tall he is, maybe 5'8", probably maybe a bit shorter. Um, yeah, sure. Ectomorph. I want to say 5'7", 5'6". Yeah. Who, yeah. Um, you, when you look at it, he can't dominate a game, but when you watch him play, you're like, gosh, he is all over. Um, yeah, that's, that's a fun comparison. We'll probably get some more comparisons next week. I'll keep mine quiet. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun conversation. You probably won't 
completely agree with the comparison, but let us know who you think. Who do you think is the uh, Patrick Mahomes Wait, of football? Look, looking for his height, his height and feet. He's five foot six. That's shorter than I've got. Um, so let us know who you think the Aaron Donald of the Premier League will be. Let us know who you think the Bill Belichick of world football could be. Let us know who you think the Patrick Mahomes of world football could be. And let us know how bad Joel's picks were. You know what? I'm going to be coming. I'm going to come in on the humble thing. You know, we've done all that. So, let, coming in the comments, just let us know. You know, your picks. If 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 my picks are bad, if his picks are bad, let us have it. Fire off. Why not? Uh, but the thing is, you will find out the truth come game time. I had a good preseason, but preseason no matter. This is this is when the real thing starts. Teams go four and zero in in the preseason. Yeah. And they don't get a win in the regular season. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, the regular season is my preseason. When it gets to the playoffs, we'll do a draft format for the playoffs or the playoff teams. That's, you know, I got the eye for that. I got the eye for that. I know, and I predicted the Titans to make it as far as they did last year. I got the eyes for that. I know what I'm watching, Joe. I know what I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. I got my eyes all. All I'm going to say is the Steelers, the Steelers are playoff bound. However, this week, we might lose the undefeated streak. Time will tell. We shall see this Sunday. I'm really looking forward to these weekend games. Some nice, fun matchups and some nice games at the top and some really not fun games in the middle bottom. And with that being said, this is Ferdinand Atlantic. The best show coming out of this Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> Ferdinand Atlantic. See you later. Bye. Amen to that.